0: Oh, great!
1: Do not ben do Stutter it. Is. <laughs> what a, what a I
0: like the strategic is. hat hat location of uh, blocking the 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 URL on that one banner. Yeah, do you? You like that? I liked it a lot. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Do you know why?
1: Yeah, I know exactly why. I <laughs>
2: already
1: right. right. sent Myers a uh, text message. Let him know.
2: <laughs> oh man. Idiots. All right, welcome to Practical Shooting After Dark. You guys know the deal. We're all here to talk about shooting. Uh, on deck tonight, we got Mr. Hopkins, otherwise Hello. known as Hoppy Cakes. Hi. And Mr. Joel Park. Hello. Otherwise known as Ned Flanders. <laughs> Thanks so much, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> all so right. Nice. That's not mean. Ned Flanders is a super nice dude i know i said so nice yeah, he is you, you might call him a square some might call him that but i am know the most
1: the most square of all your friends but that's okay
2: yeah ned flanders he's a fucking glock of friends you know he's dependable <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right matt what do you want yes. to talk
2: about man what do you got
0: tell me so, something good i want to just do some match recaps over like the last i don't know say month right I've shot like four major matches. I don't think I've talked about any of them. I'll cover the first three and then let we'll probably talk as a group on the last one because we all shot it. Right. So I shot the Rocky Mountain 300 out in Colorado at the beginning of the month on a Friday. And then I traveled to Ohio on Saturday and then shot the Ohio State match on Sunday. So did kind of like a doubleheader weekend there. Rocky Mountain 300. It's kind of like a specialized match. 60 round stages. They have five of those stages, so it's basically like three and a round match. Uh, really good all-steel stage where they have like 64 pieces or 62 pieces of steel at. Really good also. Uh, good competition, shooting carry optics again. Uh, fun match, it sells out every year, so it's hard to get into, but it's kind of unique. It's like the only one like that in the country. Uh, flew over to Ohio, shot that match. Uh drastic change kind of like a higher hit factor closer targets more compact bays so just ramped up the hit factor on everything and so not something i'm great at but had a good match there uh then i went to kentucky state this lad two weeks ago or so whatever uh shot there they had a really great mix so they had targets like they had some super high hit factor stages then they also had Stages where there was like a super hard swinger and hard cover and like a 45 yard shot. So, like, they had a super good mix. Uh, Leif did that. Uh, He had some really interesting kind of start positions. And um, basically, there was a ton of options on the stages. And like, people had to basically pick what was best for them to how they could perform on the stage. And the way they determined how to shoot the stage was kind of. Um, uh, it kind of let them basically hang themselves if they wanted to on that. Like you could pick your difficulty of the stage. Like you could run to a spot post up and shoot like a 25 yard target, or you could add like 12 yards of movement to the stage at the end and try to shoot some targets on the move and then shoot that target at like, uh, I don't know, like 15 yards versus 25 or something. So it kind of, and it was like a skunk target that are the ipsic targets. So, smaller a zone and everything so you can kind of pick like what you are best at and excel at and shoot the stages that way
2: okay and you saw people shooting different plans yes and stuff.
0: yeah okay because so, that's always you know you talk about options all you want when you actually see people doing it fundamentally differently that's how yeah. you know right i mean like if we talk about one specific stage like stage 11 it had basically close (laughs) targets and you could shoot some targets at like 25 yards or you can add 10 to 12 extra yards of movement and shoot them at like 15 or so so basically a lot of but you had to shoot some targets on the move at that point because they were closing up and it just basically like what you were good at like are you good at moving the distance or shooting the shots and comfortable with actually hitting a target like an a zone only at 25 yards Because there was no, like, leeway at all. Like, hard cover or A hit, like, right? I thought it was really good. good. So let people pick and choose. And there was probably four different ways that we ran the stage on our squad. I heard that another stage had, like, basically, you know how you have a shooting area and, like, most of the stages start, like, the most uprange spot, like, with the Xs, right? And you just kind of shoot down through the stage. Mm -hmm. Leif was like, nope, I'm going to put the Xs, like, in the like, the most downrange third of the stage and, like, let the shooters, like, pick. So, like, some shooters would just, like, run all the way to the back and shoot the stage conventionally. Or you had to, like, shoot at the front and then basically do a 15-yard sprint backwards with nothing to do. Like, I... I was commenting, and I'm like, I haven't done that since 2017 world shoot in France, where you had to do like a sprint up range. You know how in Ipsic they make you do that kind of like once per world shoot or something, Ben?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd agree with that.
0: Yeah. Maybe more. Maybe more, yeah. But like at least once at one of the bigger Ipsic matches. And this is like the first time I've seen it since
2: 2017. <clears throat> yeah. Well, so that sounds interesting. Yeah. Good I, I do that a lot in classes. Like, I'll just build the stage with no start position in mind. Right. And then it'll be like, okay, where... You know, you have a couple ideas of how to run the stage that makes sense. Yeah. And then you just put the start position in a way that fucks all that up. Honestly. What do you... Yeah. Like, is that just to do it? Like, or is there some
0: specific just reason? Just
2: Because, like, you look at the stage and it's like, okay, it's obvious how I want to run this. Yeah. So then just kind of put the start position in a place where it's like okay now it's not obvious how i want to run this now okay. i have to think about it that's kind of what you're going for
0: yeah it's really good <clears throat> yeah
1: yeah so uh i guess like to chime in so basically when you look at a stage it's like oh the stage designer intended me to start here to go to this port and to go to this part this this spot and then yeah when, yeah, when you're walking to a stage that's not obvious that is excellent or, like, I build stages, and people are like, so what's the way to shoot this? I'm like, I literally have no idea. Like, I don't... want we'll to figure it out together.
0: Yeah, it was really good. And then they had some stages that were, like, pure, like, I'd say, like, fundamentals. Like, they had a turning draw where you activated, like, some steel and uh, drop turner and clamshell. So it was, like, pure test of, like, drawing transitions, like, hitting the shots to get the timing perfect. Like, you could kind of mix, a, like you could take a little spicier plan like take the activator then a mini and then go back to another activator uh that didn't quite work out that was actually really spicy and like a little behind on that but you know what happened good try it was our next to last stage so like if you shot that stage first obviously that would change how you shoot that stage right
1: yeah for sure learn from someone else's mistake
0: yep But I think Kentucky Kentucky State is a good match. I will definitely have that on my calendar next year. Ohio is a question mark. I'm not sure. Uh, that bred another topic I'll discuss at a later time. I'm still thinking through how I'm going to present it in this. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, yeah, baby. So. I can't wait. <laughs> I've actually what? been thinking about it. Like, Give least me the, the plot last list, Matt. What?
2: This just seems like this is gonna go from like kind of like Matt just talking about blah blah blah, blah, and then like oh wait what we're gonna you're gonna show something that'll
0: be next episode. So tune in next week.
2: Okay. Well shit, you got my you got my attention. Yeah, I'm excited already. I'm trying. Yeah, you got it. Matt's gonna get bring the spice. If I was in any way involved with that Ohio match, I'd be nervous right now. I should if I lived in the state of Ohio. Who knows. You live
1: close to the state of Ohio.
0: They had plenty of water, so it wasn't that.
2: Okay, well,
1: did they exit out the back of the stage?
0: Uh, No, the stages were so small that was basically impossible to do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) right, well, it's all right. We'll have to wait for next week to find out. That's right. All right, so what was after... Uh, what, what's the next match on your list, I should say? Oh, great.
0: Uh, Cornhusk Classic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How dare you, Matt?
0: Sorry, my hey, bad. Hey, Joel, the great just the Oma- Eastern Nebraska Gun Club in Omaha, Nebraska. Joel's home range. I have
2: to say, just to annoy Joel, I uploaded my match videos titled Cornhusking Classic. Husking? <laughs> <laughs> just to try to annoy him. And I can tell you, it's working. His eye's right
1: now. much more to annoy me oh yeah believe it there's more coming. that that would not be high on the list
0: (laughs) yeah so we all shot that match i think we can kind of talk about that so uh pretty established club pretty established like ro set and set up right doing it for a while um this year was a little different i think and i've talked through a couple people and like thinking about it like I think the easiest way to explain the stages was there was no extra. It was exactly what it needed to be to test exactly what the stage designer or the match like setup crew wanted. There wasn't where you kind of like go to a port and like hose out eight rounds, right? Because there's a port there and you gotta have eight rounds at it, right? There was like maybe a partialed up target and then like an open target, like super hard lean in, right? But they're, like, obviously the opportunity was there to put, like, eight rounds in that same position, but they only wanted to put four. It didn't add anything, and it definitely didn't take anything Did you
2: guys even have a 32-round stage? Nope. I'm thinking. I don't think there was one. 27 was the max. Okay. and I didn't have a problem with that.
0: No, it was fine. I think the match was, was 10 stages, 194 minimum rounds. And I've designed the 10 stages for Wisconsin section. Yeah. 181 rounds. Ooh, nice. More
1: shooting would be more fun, though, Ben.
2: Dude,
1: didn't you could have
0: but... a 300-round, 10-stage match. What's your problem? <laughs> that, <laughs> that, I don't know. My
2: problem was I designed was the stages to do what I wanted, you know, yeah. and then uh, I just didn't add in more targets just for the fuck of it. Well,
0: I've designed also the free state match, 235 rounds, minimum rounds, so a little more than those two, but not... Anywhere close to the maximum, like some people no. think is what you have to have or well, anything like that. Like, um, who to is talk that? A... Is that? It's uh the third week in July.
1: To weekend before Area 3. Like, if I see that, like, I don't, I literally don't care what the round third count weekend? is.
0: So, man, No, it's the weekend after that. Oh, yeah. Sign me up. 24th. Sign me up. We want to shoot it? Yeah, send me out. Yeah, you're in. Okay, cool. Done.
1: Let's go. <laughs> Look at
2: that. But uh, I'm not rooming with Joel. I'm rooming with you. Okay. Okay. I'm I don't want to be around Joel. Though. No,
1: I'm rooming with John because he's nicer than you are.
2: <laughs> Room with John. All right. So Ben, I'll oh, trade you what? Joel Tuesday. for. I'll trade you Matt for John.
1: You stay away from John. You're a bad influence, Ben.
2: <laughs> I'm the best kind of influence on John. <laughs>
1: And you know exactly what
0: I'm talking about. Indeed. All right. So I'm sorry. I sidetracked us horrendously. Yeah. Cornhusker classic, right? Yeah. Cornhusker classic. Yeah. So. State just had every bit of what they needed. They didn't have anything extra. There wasn't. Like they didn't make you run three miles to get from one target to the next. Like everything was All right. I
2: felt they could have used a little more movement personally.
0: There was not a lot of movement in it.
2: That was probably specifically maybe the only stage thing. Stage nine, the one with the doorway. Yeah. That was the big one. 27 rounds. And I think I moved. I mean, I took a
0: I think the total stage movement steps. on that was like maybe twelve and a half feet.
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, it. I mean, it was
0: a step I, out, and you shot six, and then you had to go about six feet over to shoot like the next set of. Yeah, targets and then you just and, walk
2: up to a door.
0: Yeah, and then maybe like another four or five feet up into the door. Yeah. If you're involved
2: I, in that match, I'm not shitting on the match. I I liked the match, I enjoyed it. I, I would like I
1: mean, seen some farther targets also.
2: Yeah, I mean, there wasn't a lot of distance shooting, and there wasn't a lot of uh, move, a, a ton of running. Yeah,
0: but, So we That's talk all. about distant shooting, but there's an all steel stage that ate a lot of people's lunch, right? No, there the match tested
2: difficulty. I actually like the steel stage uh in yeah. like the concept. Like it was challenging, but it wasn't really punitive. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like if you're having trouble with the shot, you just like stand there and try again. It's not you're not getting hammered with penalties or no shoots. Yes. Like that. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, they I mean, had hardcover around some of the squares. Yeah. But like that was kind of probably the hardest shots of the match, I would say, right? Uh
2: yeah, the movers uh were tricky on a couple places if you were really trying to optimize the timing. You yeah. could the movers were tough. Um if you wanted them to be. And there was a there there was a, a couple of partial targets that were a little spicy, but yeah. That was pretty much it.
0: I mean, you like you made them spicy because that was the more optimal plan right so like on the moving about, targets do what on the moving targets or on, no, the, on the the partial targets yeah so for example like shooting like, them while like moving? stage four or like taking them where you could just see them right next to the edge of a wall right right yeah so or you could have shot them simple. like straight up and seen the whole target right
2: Right, but that wouldn't be the optimal plan.
0: It's, yeah, it's not optimal or the fastest or best way to do it, but it, there's like where you get to have the choice. Like you could go closer and shoot it easier, or you could shoot it, try to shoot it the fastest way, right?
2: You know, I agree that the stages kind of didn't really force you down one track or the other.
0: No, I thought there were several options. Like, and honestly, like seeing people shoot, I'd say, like I'd say half of them had legit options where you could go either way and it kind of worked out the same way. And it was kind of up to the choice of the shooter. It might've been more than half, maybe like six out of 10 had that like start yeah. on the left and shoot everything or
2: start. Well, on I right. mean, uh, jo- Joel and I shot on a squad with a lot of experienced guys and a lot of different divisions. And there was people doing every which way
1: there might've been, yeah, yeah, like four or five plans on a stage that were all, I mean, probably pretty Okay depending on your capacity and
2: stuff.
0: Yeah. So our, our squad was kind of more like follow the leader. Because yeah, you guys were shooting CO, right? We were all shooting CO and open, basically. Yeah, so. So. That makes sense. I thought it was good.
1: Glad you had fun, man.
0: Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Then the hospitality uh, the night before was actually excellent also.
2: Is it? Is Glad- it? Or is it rude to ask which match was your favorite of those, the ones that you've talked about?
0: So, interesting question. So, I say I'm going to throw out Rocky Mountain 300 just because it's kind of like a standalone specialized match. Yeah. I'm not going to include that in this. I'll. uh,
2: hmm. Because you wouldn't want all matches to be Rocky Mountain 300. No,
0: no, no. One a year like that, like, and knowing when it is and like. That's fine. Like, you can't have all matches like that. I get what
2: you're saying. I mean, I I get it, obviously. Like, yeah. Geez, that's really what it is.
0: Yeah, it's a fun match. It's, it's kind of, like, off the wall and everything. I don't know. I would say Ohio would be third. I'm going to go Cornhusker two, Kentucky one. <laughs> Just because the variety of the difference in the stages at Kentucky... Verse kind of like all the the higher hit factor stages in corn oscar mm-hmm.
1: sounds excellent
0: all right joel
2: what do, you, uh, what do you want to talk about
1: well along the same lines um ben is i think <laughs> a suggestion i got from you maybe last year we talked about uh this year I, I mean i played a role in helping i guess with the Cornhusker match uh but i wasn't actually there the day of setup i uh, Was not able to get a, not able to make it to the range that day, but the kind of like the final day where they were kind of tweaking the stages, uh, professor came, flew in, picked him up, and uh, we spent, I don't know, the majority of the day at the range, and the stages were set up, but we just walked through all the stages with kind of a fresh set of eyes, and looking at it from the perspective of different divisions, like, hey, if I was shooting a a CO gun, how would I want to shoot this if I was shooting low cap? And then kind of looking for ways to exploit the stage or anything we saw with setup. Uh, For instance, there was one stage we went to, and I noticed right off the bat, I'm like, I don't really understand why these barrels are here. I'm like, something's amiss. I don't really like this, but I can't put my finger on it yet. And Kim's like, oh, if I was shooting carry optics, I would stand right here. And it was 17 shots. Like, he found the magic spot. And then if he moved, it was like one big step to the right. He would have basically got the rest of the like the whole back half of the stage. It's like, oh, perfect. And then it's like, okay, now but how? Which do we stage was this? that? This was six. Okay. The first one up the hill. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: uh, so it was those oh, two, enough. those two solid walls. Not, not sure being Those were not there originally, Ben. So, oh my
0: god! Really? Oh, so that was all yeah. open.
1: There were two barrel stacks that kind of, not uh, really yeah, obscured your guys- vision.
2: You guys saved that stage, then.
1: Yeah, well, I'm not to be unkind, it would have been really stupid otherwise. Like even in low cap. Yeah, not I think... to
2: be unkind, it just would have been really stupid. Well,
1: and even <laughs> it in low been cap. Really
2: nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: Well, I guess it would have been dumb. No. So we're like, uh, so for the sake of integrity, uh, I did not want to just make any changes to the stage. Of course, just like walk around, start dragging stuff. So Kim and I found the uh, the range master. <laughs> and the match director and just made a suggestion like hey if you stand right here look at all the stuff you can see uh even on low cap probably the plan would be just to stand stand here and do standing loads so we thought about we talked about barrel stacks like we could put another barrel stack here and then Scott's like Scott armberg uh is quite quite knowledgeable about matches the guy that runs the Iowa section he's like well no because if you do that then you're gonna get like people are gonna lean you're gonna get bullets glancing off you got to deal with that garbage I'm like oh good point like, yeah, walls, then. Like, yep, walls to play. Like, where do they go? Okay, they go right here. So, anyway, like, we just made a suggestion and they decided, yes, that makes sense. And so it was something, you know, like, man, people have been out there in the heat all day building whatever. And it was just something they didn't see. So, anyway, they, like, that having that extra set of eyes, I think, was valuable. Um, and then another stage, this would be stage 10, guys. We walked there originally and they're like, hey, this is going to be, like, they're calling out the targets. Like, okay, this one's three per. I'm like, what? And then I maybe became a bit animated and uh, passionate about why this should not be a three per stage and kind of explain like how I would shoot this stage dynamically with either a high cap or a low cap gun. And if it was two per, how much more dynamic it would be and how much more sense the stage made. And we discussed it for a little bit and I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah, let's, let's definitely change that then. We say it that way. So, again, it was stuff that just a different set of eyes, a different perspective. So, I mean, really, that was, like, I guess the main role I played in so setup.
2: So you said this was my idea?
1: This was your – we talked about this last year, yes. Yes. And it was, I think, your idea.
2: No, but what it is is, like, the. this is the idea for other people is you have setup done, and then you have people who are not involved in setup but our experienced competitors go through the stage, go through the stages and really, you know, find stuff like, hey, this is the magic 17 round spot. Like, let's 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 get rid of this because we don't want this. Yes. Um And like you're actually you were actually empowered and listened to by the match director.
1: Yeah. He actually cared what I had to say.
2: So that is important and that is a good thing. And that, and that is the idea. Professor uh, Kim that idea said it. To do that
1: quite well as thinking about it as a bunch of different hats looking at it under each division so like if i was high cap low cap how would that play into it and not just like oh if i was a production shooter shooting this match yeah. what would i see it's like no like, people
2: have a hard time looking at it through that someone else's eyes yes all right correct. let's move on um i don't want to talk anymore about corn that's what i was going to talk about but we talked about it a lot on the training group podcast training group live we did when does that come out, Joel, or did it come out?
1: It came out today, as a matter of fact, at 1 a.m. Oh, well, look at that. So People can listen to that if they want a better podcast. They could listen <laughs> to that one.
2: <laughs> can you go over when or why, how, when, and how fast a person should be making up shots and matches? Does this vary? When is it a bad thing to make up close Charlie's when shooting minor?
0: I have a feeling I heard or know who asked this question. Really? Yeah.
2: You have a first name?
0: Yeah. What is it? Starts with a J. Oh, okay. See?
2: Look at that. Look at that. So – What's the See, answer? It's an
0: interesting question, right? So this comes down to if it's a certain hit factor, do I make up a Charlie for an alpha, right? That's the essence of the question. That's
2: that's what the person's asking. They're asking a math question.
0: Yes. And I want to give them
2: the behavioral response because this isn't a ma- I, I don't think you should look at it this way. I don't think you should look at it as a math question. I think you should look at it as a behavior thing. And the behavior you want is if you fire a shot that's real bad like it's a miss and you need to make it up then you make it up immediately yeah you know without any any drama you just you call the shot you see that the sight dip down into the no shooter, whatever boom that that follow-on shots straight away
0: so that that's independent of a hit factor or
2: what kind of stage it is right correct and then um it basically my rule for for major or minor, Are you ready for it? If there's two in the brown, I'm done shooting. In major? Yeah, you want to know the rule for minor? If there's two in the brown, I'm done shooting. <laughs> okay. Like, and and the reason is it's like, I, that's the rule now. That's not mathematically true, always. But behaviorally, that's what I want to do. It's like, if there's two in there, just move the fuck on. Like, you know, like a lot of times you have this temptation to make stuff up. Like, you see you drag... Like you drag in a delta when you're transitioning in on a fast stage, right? And then you go back, boom, you pop a makeup shot and that takes you like six tenths of a second Yeah. and, you know, whatever. But then you walk over there when you're scoring and the, the delta you thought was there was actually on the CD line and you got a C. And you just made up a C is what you did. You know, that kind of stuff, like it's messy. It's not clean. And I think you want to train yourself for behaviors and the behavior you want is to stop fucking shooting. After you get two in the brown, move on to the next target. Just to save, like, just to be saving ammo and not be in the habit of checking your work all the time. And uh, when is it a bad thing to make up close Charlie's from shooting minor? I would say virtually always. Behaviorally, always. Mathematically, almost always. Like, it would be a very contrived situation to make that worth it mathematically. Does this guy shoot production?
0: No, I think he shoots CO.
2: I think yeah, I this know. is the fucking. Think, this is the wrong questions. I have a feeling this guy's a turtle, and <laughs> uh, he's. Turning, uh, I uh, think he is. Is that, is that the case, Mister Hopkins? I don't think he is. Well, his email would give me that impression. Would it? Yeah,
0: but he's have very the wrong person. person. I could have the wrong person. I don't. I don't
2: know. think you, you do might. That. You might. <laughs> Doesn't really matter. I, I mean, it, what do you have to say about it, Matt? I kind of hijacked the conversation. No, before. I mean,
0: I would think in a, in a mathematical form, right? Yes. So we take, uh, just use simple math, 10-hit factor, right? A Charlie is going to be worth 0.2 seconds. So if you go from a Charlie to an Alpha, you have to do it in less than 0.2 seconds. And the probability of doing that, like, in the middle of the stage and without thinking that you're going to do it less than that, I mean
2: even if you do it like point two is like a normal per
0: That's like a normal break split even. That's break even on a close That's range spot. Really yeah, slow that
2: is slow just slow to break slow. even. Yeah. So if the hit factor is seven, like the math isn't a whole lot better. Like making up Charlie's just doesn't make sense. It really doesn't.
0: No. Not I mean fast way to do it is the first time, right? Yeah, sure, yeah. The first time.
2: Just just be better the first time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I think you get like any double digit hit factor it doesn't make sense unless you have like a mic or a mic no shooter like the really punitive like ones. Delta I wouldn't make up, Charlie I wouldn't make up. Um, but yeah. All right.
2: Well, Joel. With that I and- I don't think we left a lot of meat on the bone. What do you think, Joel?
1: You didn't uh i i observed actually this situation happen uh this weekend i was watching a shooter we would know that uh, i like a lot he knows what's up and he's shooting and for whatever reason i just like i it's just what i was doing i was just like watching the gun while he's shooting and it's the last target of the stage and i all, all i'm doing is just watch the muzzle of the gun and i see like i see his hand do this and i see the gun go down i'm like oh no and it's the last shot and then he makes another one i'm like all right well at least he made it up like i I'm just like, I need to lean over to see the target. But I know that was a no-shoot just into it. And I look over (laughs) and it it turns out, luckily, he didn't. It was like, it was just very close to the no-shoot. Luckily, he didn't hit it. But he fired an extra one, like, without thinking. And then he said to me, he's like, I don't really know why I fired that extra one. I'm like, yeah, well, because your hand, like, you obviously clamped down hard on the gun. You pushed into the shot. You thought it was a no-shoot. You brought the gun up and you fired a makeup. Like, and he just did that. I mean, it was like that. I was like, yeah, like, that's, I would, I would have done the same thing. Like, in standing back, I thought he hit the no-shoot. But otherwise, like what you guys are saying, if you have, like, time to think about it and, like, oh, that was a Charlie. Let me fire another one. Like, that's not the oh, play. Oh, it's
0: never worth so it. So <laughs> you, you can't
1: admire your work. And so unless it's just, like, one of those things where, like, as you're shooting, you, like, you feel something weird happen with your hand. Like, that was a miss. No-shoot. Then like, yeah. send more. But otherwise, nope.
2: All right. Well, thank you, sir. Listeners, if you have a question... Go to bensiger.com, send us your questions. We'd love to hear from you.